Hello, Scuddy. Mm. This you? is a nice recording studio. Yes, it's my recording studio. Do you want it back? Yes, please. I would like it back, please. You look like a nice boy, Scuddy. Yeah, I'm a good boy. Do you want a balloon too, Scuddy? Yeah. No, 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 you're not even a respected and valued member of the Student Youth Network, or more commonly known as SIN. Oh, well, I'm Pennywise, no, no, the dancing no, clown. No we aren't strangers anymore. No, Ow! no. There are spoilers for the 2017 adaption of Stephen King's masterpiece, It, Why in this program. If you don't want spoilers, turn around now. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast about a different way of viewing cinema with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is the quicker picker-upper, Oliver Deer. Look at me go. I'm so speedy. Quicker. Quicker than before. What else can you do? Can you pick things up? Yep. Great. Real fast. I'm like a, I'm like a Tonka truck, the way I pick things up. Let's talk about the week we've had. It's been a long week. Yeah? What have you got to say about the week? i got to say that um, this week I was not excited to do this show. Huh. Because it's been planned that we yeah. were going to do It. It. Scary Sorry, Move. what are we watching? <laughs> <laughs> nah, let's not even go there. <laughs> let's, get, let's just continue. Actually, I'm keeping this in the show. Can you stand up? Can you, can you actually stand up? I'm, st- I'm standing up now. Okay. Now, now come over to me. Okay, I'm coming over. Coming over to Scott. He's coming over to my side of the table. Yeah. Now read what this says here. Okay. Read that out. It says, Throw to Ollie what we watched this week. We watched it, he said. Yeah, I know we watched it, but what did we watch? Etc. Keep this going for as long as possible. <laughs> and you beat me to it. I beat you to it, and I also put a stopper to it very early. <laughs> you, you explicitly said, no, let's not do this. <laughs> I know why, and I'll have to delete that piece of text. Like, I was proud of that comic I joke. I have a feeling, literally every other podcast will talking about it and reviewing it will be talking about it like that. Yep. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I also think a lot of podcasts will also be talking about this meta and talking about <laughs> the logistics of saying it. Oh no! Putting a stopper to it before it ha- it happens. <laughs> this this, po- this podcast is folding in on itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, this episode is older than we are. It's twenty two. Oh my god! We're twenty one. The dude. For the record, two d- two dudes because there's two of them back to back. Do you know how many dude episodes we've had? Three. <laughs> yeah, we've had number ten. That was double dude. That was a that was a, one of the biggest dudes we've 20 had. Twenty was. The double double dude again. It was literally. I, I think I tagged it double dude yeah. to the tags. And today's today's double dude as well. Well, I mean, it's, it, well, it's the two, it's two but twos. It, yeah, there's two back to back. Yeah, two yeah. twos, double dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ollie, yeah. do you have, do you have a thought lined up for me? I, I do, and my thought is this, Scott Martin. Yeah. What do you think of the Golden Raspberry Awards, aka the Razzies? I don't know if I'm for them or against them. If I'm being 100 percent serious, I've heard you say before when I mentioned the Razzies, you went. Uh. Like yeah, in in in, in anger. I don't know if it's <laughs> completely necessary to to award people for for mistakes that they've made. It's not necessary. No. no well, <laughs> it'd be. Do you know what? It'd be good if it was funny. Yeah, but I don't think it is funny. Do you? I don't know. I don't. I've never seen it. I've only like if I look up a movie and it says you know this is bad. It was awarded this Razzie for this bad performance yeah. and this bad writing. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how the actual presentation goes for oh, it. Oh no, I've never seen the show. So I've you don't never... you don't know if it's some if it's Will Ferrell wisecracking up there <laughs> making jokes every two no, seconds. It's, it's a bunch of people. It's oh, no man. one famous. Although Sandra Bullock famously accepted her award. Oh, for, she went up there for worst actress. That's great. Um, in The Blind Side. But yeah, she humbly accepted, and a couple of other people have accepted their awards. That's cool. Bill Cosby was the first person to accept his uh, award. Who else? 
<laughs> Let's not talk about that guy. Don't know. Didn't didn't make any more notes. Oh god, uh, you, besides those two. <laughs> you wrote Bill Cosby and you thought, here we go. Five solid minutes of riffing can come from this. <laughs> but here's why I don't like it, and here's why you shouldn't. Uh, well, well, I don't well, think this, I do. No, nah, this is this is just an opinion. But okay. <laughs> guys, it's, this is why you shouldn't like it. It's because it's because like they they appeal to they just try to appeal to the mainstream and they take easy pickings. Yeah, sure. So they just. They don't look deep into what's been released and find very bad movies. They just take the like the most popular thing of that year and say, "Yeah, this is the worst one." Yeah, this <laughs> sucks. Guys, am I right? Am I right? Like, here's here's some um, this is the best best picture. Oh, sorry, worst worst picture. Yep, don't H- had to get that wrong, you. isn't it? Had <laughs> twenty thirteen. Yeah. The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn. I was literally going to be like, Twilight, am I right? And then yeah. you had your phone up and I thought I'll save it. Yeah, so pretty pretty easy pickings because like you also just thought of that. They just gave it the saga, the whole thing. No, Breaking Dawn. Oh, sorry, sorry, it was my part bad. Two or, yeah, Breaking Dawn is the second one. Yeah, 2014, movie 43. Notoriously one of the worst films ever made. Yep. You've heard about it? Yeah, of course I have. It's, yeah. had, it's got everyone in it. Yeah. 2015, Saving Christmas. Don't know anything about that. It's probably really bad. Yeah. Uh, 2016, so last year, what do you think got it last year? Just just say popular bad movies that uh, came out last year. I don't remember anything from last year. One Can was you give a me superhero a... film? What was a bad superhero movie Fantastic last year? Four. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> also, Fifty Shades of Grey. They they got tired. Worst picture. I, this... I I understand that Fifty Shades of Grey might not have much like substance. Yeah. Rather yeah, than like, like the I whole fetish thing. I don't thing. know if it was. The no. worst film. It's just like it was hated on. Yeah, like so that's what they chose. Fantastic Four was like doomed from the start. Yeah, and and bad casting and bad directors and bad costuming, just everything added up. As someone who hasn't seen either of those, Fantastic Four should have won, like right. the worst. And Pixels was also there. It just makes me think Fifty Shades of Grey probably. I like. I haven't seen it, but I know it had a cool soundtrack. Yeah, I know the act was the actors okay or something. I don't know. There were apparently de- redeeming qualities about it, but it was just a shit movie in general and based on a shit book. Yeah, sure. And this year it was... I don't have strong opinions about the book. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, actually, oh yeah, um, Batman vs Superman. That was a nominee mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, they they just hate on what's popular. But I was just I was just thought I would show you some other interesting things about the Razzies. Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. These are some things where it's contradicted with the Oscars. So the, oh. the Oscars have given an award and the Razzies. Okay, so this is really where it shows that they're just trying to get that popular mainstream yeah, appeal. Like, okay, the, this one's really strange. Stanley Kubrick was nominated for Razzie for The Shining. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I have no idea. Because I, I think when it came out, people didn't like it. It's yeah, it just gained, it gained a lot of success since then. Interesting. And it didn't reflect the... I don't think it was adapted from the book. Like, it wasn't like the book, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, as as mentioned earlier in on this podcast, Stephen King notoriously doesn't like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so right. there you go. Maybe Stephen King's part of the Razzies team. Yeah, like, they just wanted to shout out Stephen King and be like, oh, yeah, we love the book so much, and he hated it, so that's why it's bad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it also got, um, uh, like, Best Director at the same time for... Not the Oscars, but some other big award show, the Saturn Awards. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. That's okay, silly now, that they here's, oppose. Here's one of a populist thing, okay? Yep. So Armageddon, which is made by Michael Bay. Yep. It's about the astronauts that go into space to mine something, yep. or something or other. It's dumb. Now, the soundtrack, for the, the soundtrack for that movie, or a song, a song from that movie that was written for the movie, got an Academy Award uh, nominated for Best Original Song. Wow. It also got a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Original Song, and it actually won that. 
well, one. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's well. just taking something that's objectively good according to the Oscars, and then the Razzie's saying, yeah, but it's from a dumb movie, so that's, we're going to, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that's attached to this movie has to be bad, even if it's good. Yeah. Screw you guys. Yeah. What a bunch of dickheads. Yeah, a bunch of dickheads. Uh, the best thing about them, though, is probably they have an award for Best Redeemer. Okay, so they explain. Have, uh, M. Night Shyamalan got a Redeemer, Razzie Redeemer Award for The Visit because okay. it was a good movie after he had just made After Earth and stuff like that. Oh, you know what I mean? okay, yeah. So so that they're rewarding they're, they're rewarding somebody there. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they also gave Will Smith a Razzie for making Concussion after he made After yeah. Earth. <laughs> no longer phoning it in awards. Yeah. There you go, Will Smith. Exactly. Wow. Yep. I mean, that's... It, yeah, it's a, it's a tough... It's a tough thing to have an opinion on because while it's funny to think, oh, I'll just see if something is bad, let's yeah. determine how bad it is. Did they win a Razzie award for being so bad? But at the same time, just shut up. I know. Do something else. Exactly. Do you think that if this podcast was nominated um, for, <laughs> for best podcast or worst podcast, right. do you think it would win like like Oscar level of being a great podcast or it would win a Razzie level of being the worst podcast? What? <laughs> you just confused my brain. There's your answer, folks. <laughs> I'm uh, saying that this is a bad podcast or is it a good podcast? Would we win a Razzie or would we win an Oscar? Oh, okay. We'd win a um a Brit Award. Oh, very. Uh, I like that. Somewhere in between. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and, and, but here's, here's the twist oh, of this whole discussion. Shit. This discussion has an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Oh, my God. Because we've been saying. You guys weren't expecting this. That the Razzie Awards just take popular shit. Yeah. And just put it out there and say, ha yeah, we're giving it the worst picture. Uh, everyone posts to social media about how, oh, oh, Fifty Shades of Grey just won the Razzie this year. Crazy. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, now, and we've been talking about how we don't, like, you shouldn't like the Razzies. And here's the thing. No one does. I oh. was giving you an, a, popu- a popular opinion by the masses and trying to sell it to you as if this was my own opinion. Okay. But actually, it's the masses in opinion, and I'm, I'm just doing a Razzie. Whoa! Yep. Whoa, what a twist. I'm, what, all, I'm all spun around. What a twist. Here, Razzies have received... Which way is criti- up? Razzies have received crit- criticism. This is what it says on Wikipedia. Because the, the members aren't actually required to watch any of the movies, and to be a Razzie chooser of movies, you only have to pay $40, and critics <laughs> take issue with the Razzies picking easy target and mainstream films instead there. of those which are perceived as less popular. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... There you go. Hang on. So did I just do a good thing by, like, agreeing with the masses? Or should I have been, like... You just agreed with a, ma- a mass opinion, okay. a popular opinion, but you didn't know it was one. Guys, <laughs> it feels good to be in the cool club, finally. Yeah. If there, um, if there is any movie that could have possibly come out this week that is the opposite of Where is the Love, um, what movie would you think that would be? Where is the love gone? I'm not trying to find love. I'm trying to find... a. F- Kill a clown. <laughs> Guys, we watched It this week. We watched It. We watched It. It was good. A matter... Well, okay, jumping a bit head there off. <laughs> um, we watched it only a couple hours ago. Yeah. Fresh out the presses. Bang, bang. Yeah. Got to get that sweet pod downloads. Yeah. I didn't want to watch it. Got to be topical. I didn't want to watch it because scary. This is the first time we've seen a horror movie in the theatre. So it's a big screen, big surround system for you. And not only that, it's like supposedly one of the scariest things to be coming out within yeah, the last couple of years at least. a very scary book. 
Yeah. Oh, dude, I legit want to read it. Yeah. I, I do want to read it yeah. now because I heard that it, it's just weird mm-hmm. as well. Like, regardless of like, oh, I kill a clown with like big teeth. Apparently, like, it gets really psychological and really messed yeah. up. So yeah. that, that would be interesting. But enough of the book. We're talking about the Flim. We're- 2017 <laughs> Flim starring... Um, Stephen King. <laughs> but um, um, anyway, I guess the most important question on everybody's mind. Yeah. Was Scott scared? Was Scott scared? Was, was I scared? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it All was... right. What bits got you? What bits made <laughs> your little boy heart go thump, thump, thump? I'm All right. Scared. Okay. Um, spoiler alert for 2017's It. If you're listening to this on Nation, um, that means it's only been out for like half a week. So um, be careful. The one of the moments that really got me a little, like it made me jump because I wasn't really expecting it, mm-hmm. um, was when the main character Bill is that one right? Bill. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So okay, guys, there there are a lot of characters in this. Yeah. We, yeah. We we actually tested ourselves before doing the podcast to make sure we knew all the names. Yeah. Um, yes. So uh, and the fact that we don't know the actors' names <laughs> mean it would be like so bad if we yeah. didn't learn the characters' yeah. names. So Bill, the main character, pretty main much. Character Bill. He's walking into his kitchen. He's hearing some scary things in his house. Okay. Yeah. And then you um, think you think, oh no, the uh, the creepy clown's gonna be here any second now, and it will probably do like a match cut to the clown's face, like right in the center of the screen. Right. So I'm looking away. I'm going. I don't want to look at the middle of the screen. Not. Oh, it's gonna be scary teeth. And then suddenly, at the the bottom bloody right hand side of the screen where I'm looking, you were tr- you were trying to hide your gaze there. Yeah, I was hiding. <laughs> I was I was hiding my gaze. And then suddenly, a bloody little little kid in in a uh, in a yellow trench coat looking thing yeah. scattered across the screen from yeah. le- from left to right, and it was within an instant. And and the music, bah, dude, <laughs> it like the, it was right where I was looking. You're not supposed to be looking there, so it scared me. <laughs> I was I was trying to be smart and out and outplay him, but. I wonder I if horror movie editors, like, test this. Like, yeah. surely they would be like, okay, so right now people are going to be looking, at, like, the middle of the screen is where they think we want them to be looking. So we need to, like, anticipate this and somehow draw the eye to a different part of the screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. What about, what about you all? What, what got you? Um, did anything really scare me? Oh, come on, get out of here. No, no, like... Get I, out of here, Mr. I'm Too Cool for 2017's It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, Mr. I. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so no, no jump scare got me right. The, wow. The moments I I get scared at are when you see it, you see something's building, yeah. and you're sort of just like, oh no, not again. Oh shit. Mitch, who is um, the actor from Stranger Things, yep. walks into this room, and there are all these cu- cu- uh, like clown dolls, but they've all been covered by sheets. So you just see all these hooded figures. Yeah, baby. And you can just see you're just like. Oh no! <laughs> and, oh, and, the, and the door closes behind him, like every other horror movie trope of all time. Yeah, door closes like like with the power of the mind. I don't know how yeah. it happened, but yeah. and yeah, and it's just it's sad. It's, it's sad because you yeah. know something's gonna happen, and any second now you're trying to trying to avert your gaze. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's that it's that shot that you know is bad to be looking at. I don't know. I, I don't know if the, the jump scares didn't get me because you can always tell they're coming. Yeah, of way. course. Because, yeah, they, they build up and build up with the music and stuff. And then there's a drop, and then there's silence, and then it happens. For sure. there's. I mean, that's a staple, and I don't think that's ever going to go away in horror movies. The, the, yeah. When that starts to... I don't want that to ever stop being a thing, mm. because that means I'll never be able to know when to avert the gaze. Yeah. But, yeah, like, there were definitely moments in which I'm going, okay... 
camera's going to cut any second now or camera's going to pivot. Yeah. And then it's going to be there. And yeah. I know it is. And there was this one moment where um, uh, one of the lead characters, Bev, um, she's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is, w- without getting into spoilers, she's standing there and she's about to leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, camera's lingering on her for a bit too long. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. He's going to be right there. Yeah. Camera pivots. There he is. I didn't get scared by that. No. I was yeah, I was say that's actually like the one I can remember definitely not being scared by. Yeah, exactly. And like yeah, his head's a bit like inflated. He looks massive for whatever yeah. reason. And I was thinking, no, no, no. That was obvious. And but that seemed to have been one of the more the yeah, more, like everyone the more in, vocal from, from got our spooked in the cinema. And and the cinema that we were at was going like crazy. It was yeah. it was really packed mm. um it's obviously learning it's earning a lot of money in this opening weekend mm. but god damn that was the one that really got everyone yeah. that was the one that i knew was happening <laughs> i wonder like because we were talking last week what's the best way to watch films and what's the best way to watch horror films is a thing i brought up yep and i, I was sort of wondering because because you did have that audience reaction, the same thing as me, where I'm, where a scene's building up. I'm just going, oh no, and you can hear people going, uh, yeah, like, oh no, 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 um, because a, they, a lot of people put their popcorn up yeah, in front of their they face. They know something's going to happen, and I'm wondering, like, <laughs> is it better to have that whole cinema doing that? Because yeah. it was sort of like you felt like you were joining in. And it was sort of cool because you didn't want to get spooked. And it was fun knowing the audience were sort of doing the same thing. And you're being very literal when you're saying that there were people that were like near us going, no, yeah. no, 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 or <laughs> yeah, here it comes. It. <laughs> like you hear them say that. It, yeah. it is one of those few moments in which audiences making noise in the cinema is kind of like adding to the experience. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, like is it better to have it there or at home where you will probably literally get scared sitting by yourself in the dark. Yeah. Um, okay, so as this podcast is based around this, I had expectations and you didn't. Well, you mm-hmm. had expectations and you didn't have knowledge. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised at how scary it was? Do you think it was good considering that you you know you don't know if people are res- responding well to it or not? Yeah. Actors, did you know that the act? Who, the, did you know that Stranger Things did kid know, was going to be know in a there? single actor in the film. Wow. Not a, not a single one. I don't know who the clown is. Who's the clown? Do you want me to tell you who the clown? Yeah, tell me who the clown is. Okay, I got the name up here. It's Bill Skarsgård. Um, okay. It's probably not pronounced like that. Now, he's I a, know he's a, a Swedish actor. He's I know got a one Skarsgård. Those... I do know a Skarsgård. <laughs> I was saying to you before, oh, he's in something that you might you might have seen him in, but I don't think you have. He plays Matthew in the Divergent series, Allegiant, Allegiant okay. uh, which was the 2016. Right, that's one I haven't seen. The latest one. Uh, so that was his first major American film. Um, but he's also in a movie that we didn't necessarily like that much, um, Atomic Blonde. Oh. He plays Merkel. Merkel. So if so if you go to the Wikipedia page for Atomic Blonde and mm. you type in the word Merkel, it shows up once, and that's in the cast as Bill Skarsgård as Merkel, Broughton's CIA mission assistant. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> which means that there's there's like a big long section for plot and he's not mentioned in it okay. so probably not a big deal there we go we don't know him <laughs> okay because okay so i reckon he was awesome i yes. thought he was the best clown ever his, his voice w- had this sort of playfulness like oh yeah what you doing yeah really kooky but also really creepy at the same time the first time you see him in that drain scene and apparently this drain scene sort of iconic like 
it was it was mirrored very closely to the original TV. Yeah, we even watched the the, the 1990 version yeah. of it, and some of the shot it was like looked like it was a shot for shot yeah. remake. But yeah, that scene was so creepy, and I I had no idea that the clown talked. <laughs> oh really? I didn't know he was like he spoke and stuff. I thought he was just like a spooky entity. I didn't know, mm-hmm. um, despite seeing the trailers. Well, a, a couple of them. Um, I didn't know that there were terrifying things in this universe that wasn't um, the clown. Yeah, neither did I. So there was the the painting thing. Yeah, that was really scary, and just general zombies. Was the painting thing him? Yeah, it's all him. He can take the form of whatever will scare you. Okay, sure, cool. Because um, he feeds on the fear. Yeah. So did you like the film? I thought it was amazing. Amazing. I would call Ooh. it amazing. Yeah, I liked it. I hated every second of it. <laughs> um, and there, yeah, literally every second I, I wanted it to end. Right. <laughs> so. But you come out feeling like you've achieved Yeah, I did. Something. Yeah. 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 That's, I, the, that's a good feeling of a horror movie. There, there were certainly moments <laughs> in which I definitely didn't see because I was like, I'm going to look in the little corner over here. <laughs> I never closed my eyes or did anything like that. Yeah. But I was like, I know that the jump scare is happening. I just don't want to see it. Yeah. I'm still going to experience it, but I just don't want to yeah. look at it. Um, but yeah, I, I did I did actually enjoy it. I love it because it was like a horror movie epic, if you understand my meaning. It's not a horror movie set in a single location like pretty much everything else. Yeah. It oh, was... Hush. It spanned time. Yeah. Yeah. And it went to all these different locations over the town and you, you never know where something was going to happen because they were... They did fun daytime scenes like... There was a lot of bits that just had nothing to do with the clown. There yeah. was a lot of scenes just character, actual, actual, character building. Actual funny moments yeah. as well. It was it was quite take funny. your mind off things. I heard someone say online after this right. that it redefined the genre of the horror. Would you agree as a seasoned professional? Well, I don't, I can't, I don't think you can say it redefines anything if it's only just been released and nothing has been influenced by it yet. Okay. I'm, <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I I understand because in that sense you would say Stranger Things redefined the horror because it's very similar to Stranger Things, which was like arguably yeah. a horror TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But definitely. But so so you wouldn't say like this is noticeably different uh, yeah. from anything other it than is. you've seen. It is. Okay. Um, the one comparison I would draw is to The Ring. I would also say that it's very similar to the 1990 TV movie. It. <laughs> um, characters, yeah. plots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, the the main reasons it's different for those who haven't seen it, yeah. I reckon you should definitely go do it. If you don't like horror movies, I reckon give this one a go. It's not, it isn't built to just horror scare you. There are a lot of other things <laughs> going on in it, and it's it's more than just a, a movie to scare you. Yeah. Um, the reason it's different is because it's it's quite a long movie, like in duration. I thought it was going to end the first time they go into this spooky horror house. And I thought it was going to end there, and it doesn't. It keeps going, and it goes for quite a while. I don't, I don't know what the runtime is, like over two hours, surely? I'll check while you talk. Yep. Um, another thing is it spans all these different locations. It spans time within the film. 135 minutes. Yeah, so over two hours, which is... It was actually really strange for a horror movie. Horror movies will often be like an hour and a half, yeah. 90 minutes, yep. sometimes less. Like Hush was super short. And that's why I liked it. Yeah, that's why you <laughs> liked that one. Yeah, it's it was like a horror epic, and... The comparison I drew was The Ring, because The Ring is about, like, it's about a spooky entity, like this Samara girl in the TV, Yep. right? But it's the main character, sort of, it's like a mystery movie, her trying to figure it out, and she goes to all these different places because she's trying to solve the mystery of what The Ring is. It's like a normal movie with, like, horror thrown in as an element, Yeah. and it's awesome. Um, there were some awesome fright scenes. 
<laughs> so, like, oh baby, yes, there was. Like, because because it's this long movie, they have all this creativity, especially with the character of it, to just be able to do any horror scene they want creatively. It, the clown or Pennywise, comes out of the projector and he sort of makes the projector turn and becomes like this photograph, and then he jumps out of the screen and he's massive. Yeah, and he crawls out and it's super creepy. Like that's so that's so creative. I'm sure it's maybe probably in the book. But it's super creative scene, and they were able to have all these little scenes. Like each one of the characters had their own individual experience with Pennywise. That it was, it had its own build up, own tension, and yeah, and different. Yeah, know. and all different. All of them had a different experience. So I thought that was really top notch. The um the projector scene was kind of spoiled in the trailer. Was it now for me? Yeah, I, we watched it together afterwards. Okay. Remember the? Yeah. It was just the reveal of the um the ginger hair oh, yeah, being sorry, thrown yeah. out of the face. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that it comes out of no, that yeah. and is actually in the uh, the garage with them. Yeah. So yeah, so in terms of the trailer, do you think that there was any major spoilers from what you saw? Yeah, there was. Um, the ones I've written are, they show the finale location, um, down in the sewers. Yep. They show and they show Beverly. Um, levitating, yes, and, or she's floating, as is always referred to in the f- film. Yeah, what's the quote? Scott? Yeah, I know you're about to do the quote. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, that's why they call it that. But then I thought, <laughs> well, it's not called that. The so, quote they keep saying is, "You'll, you'll float, float too. too." Yeah. Um. Yes. And so um, she's floating like a balloon down in the in the in the evil dungeon, and that sort of, I guess, it's a spoiler in the sense, oh, Beverly gets caught. Yeah, I mean, you don't know where that is in the trailer, but. I'm guessing if you saw that in the trailer, you would be waiting for that location. Yeah. Because it's a massive, crazy location. There's also just general shots of inside the house, which I would not I would have yeah. tried to have avoided the him Pennywise going down into the sewer that was oh, yeah. inside the house. Yep, and falling through the floorboards, I think, as well. Yep, maybe. Yeah. Because, um, um, yeah, like, when I saw that house in the movie, I was just like, oh, that I think that's just a house. I'm pretty sure that's just a house that Pennywise has chosen because I know he's to do with fear. I thought that house was just something that was spooky and he was using it to scare the kid. Yeah. I didn't know it had any plot relevancy or they would ever go in it. And, yeah. and it, it did make it more believable and more understandable that there was plot relevancy yeah. in there as yeah. well. Like it, it was cool. They could have very easily just made it spooky, like you said, yeah. but the whole kind of lurks in the sewers and mm. that's where all of these spots are that um, people have been like taken from all the years kind of connects in this one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, like I was just saying, like it could have just been boring, but they made a way to explain why there, which is good. Yeah. The other thing in the trailers... Now, the thing I think was really special in the film, okay? So we, we've just said before, each of the characters had their own experience with Pennywise, the clown, or, yep. the, or, the, or, the, or it. They each have their own experience with it, and it also gives them their own time to develop their character in terms of you know what they fear, and maybe it has something to do with personal issues. In the trailer, all the kids are come, have come together and say, oh, it's the clown. And they all acknowledge it together. That was like a moment in the film because it's, it's over like an hour or an hour and a half into the film that all of them actually agree that there's something like there's a clown. Because before that, none of them actually talk about it to each other. Yeah. They just keep it to themselves. They're just really spooked out, keep yeah. their mouth shut. So, yeah, no one... Like, they're looking for their friend. That's the motivator for them. They don't even realise that the clown is connecting everything until like an hour and a half into the film and they come together and they really form, yeah. form a bond. And that was like a moment in the film. But in the trailers, mm-hmm. they show that and they show them teaming together and they show them hunting the clown. 
or like the, the, trying to figure it out. They yeah. show them trying to solve the mystery. So I think that was maybe the one, the biggest aspect of the trailer that sort of was a letdown. Was that something for you that you noticed? It was still a cool moment in the film for yeah. sure. I don't think seeing anything in the trailer really took it out of yeah, my okay. experience within the film at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you completely that the fact that they they held off on that information for so long really made the tension build. Mm. And, you know, it's like finally like you obviously as a viewer know that it's the clown connecting it all. So, you know, something that all the other characters don't. Yeah. So the moment that they say, oh, I've been having these visions too, or I've seen something really creepy. Mm. Then you go, oh, yay, yeah. great. Finally, like finally that you can actually work together now on a, on a goal. Another thing, uh, the trailers and something we should obviously touch on is what in terms of a scare was spoiled in the trailer. I think they actually chose some good ones to spoil. Like, Obviously, they're going to show you some sort of scary scene in advertising a horror movie. Yep. They're obviously going to show something like that. But the ones they chose to do, I think, were good and focused. They chose to focus on the whole Georgie yeah. element of it. The scares they showed were Georgie with the drain. They didn't show him getting pulled in, but no. they show him interacting with Pennywise. And the other one was they showed um, Bill walking down the stairs and seeing his brother in the basement and then Pennywise comes up shaking (laughs) and attacks him. And I think those were good to focus on because they didn't give you a sense of the whole world. They just give you gave you a sense of what Bill's story is about, Mm -hmm. which I think is what you do need should be marketed towards you. He's sort of the main bit and he's like the driving force for them to get together. Yes. So showing just his plot elements were good, I think. And in terms of the like, if you go in expecting it to be the story of one kid, yeah, and then you find out that they've they've all been affected in different ways, then you're you you ended up getting more out of the movie than what you were expecting. Yeah, you so do because things... it's a surprise to see all these other characters actually get fleshed out and stuff. Yeah, one of the other jumps that was in the trailer mm. was the scene that you were talking about earlier with uh, when it was um, Richie was in the clown room within yeah. the, within the house, and oh, yeah. um, they show what's under the what's under the blankets or under the sheets sorry um so that was you know i I knew that there was eventually going to be clowns under there yeah um and they also show in general um pennywise in that scene like like running at him so that was a little bit yeah you're right like that's one maybe they shouldn't have shown because you see the i saw those hooded figures and i'm like i don't know what's under them i have no idea i assume maybe that they're going to move Maybe, they the, don't. maybe those zombies that they keep on showing with yeah. no noses and yeah. weird ears. But I, I, I guess at the same time, because when I was watching that scene, I was thinking, okay, you're walking to some, to a, like a very specific object in the house. Is this like the end goal? Yeah. And it was like a coffin. Um, creepy. And it was a, it was a doll of um, Richie. A little bit creepy. And so I guess you do expect something to happen. There's yeah. no way you don't. Like that's, that's surely where the climax is going to happen in that room. And so I did expect something to happen. I didn't know if it was Pennywise he was going to jump up like he did yeah, or if the, one of the dolls was going to come alive. But I guess that was one scene where I was like, something's definitely happening in this room. Yes. Here's something that I thought was a bit stupid. Okay. We've been loving this yeah. movie so far. Yep. But here's something I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, one of the main characters, Ben, um, is crushing hard on this Bev character. Yeah. And um, she's... What's the, what's the word for it? She's floating, but like, how did that happen? Yeah. It's never really explained. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and they work together. The kids work together to get her down. Yeah. And she doesn't wake up. And then eventually he lays a big fat one on her, kisses her right on the mouth. Yeah. And then she wakes up. Yeah. Like a like a true fairy tale. Yeah. Now, did you like this or hate this? Actually, I'll, I'll say I don't like it. Now I that didn't you bring like it, it up. either. I thought it was very stupid. I thought it was a cop out. Like, it was a funny 
twist when he, she she didn't wake up and I was like, haha, you try to use the trope yes. and it didn't work. That is exactly, I was making a mental <laughs> note to say, it's good that they diverted expectations there. Yeah. But then she woke up. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. I thought that was, like you said, just a big cop out. Just yeah. So I wonder if that's how it fit, happened in the book. Did not fit with the theme of the, of the movie mm, at all. No. Nah. And as well as it being, you were in literally like the final boss stage yeah. in that room. I don't know. It just that taking place there at that right at the end of the movie. Is it making a comment about how the opposite of fear is love? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I think that maybe. Maybe. The opposite of love is hate for the record. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, oh, that and that never really went anywhere. I was about to say to you, Ben, because Be, both Ben and Bill were interested in Beverly. Classic. The BBB, love triangle, Oh yeah, as we call it in the fandom. <laughs> <laughs> There's this love triangle. And I sort of thought, because at the end, she sort of makes out with Bill. And that's sort of the last bit. Yep. But then I think, oh, poor Ben. That never really went anywhere. And then I remembered this was going to be a part two. Because this is the other thing we both didn't like about the film. Was that right at the end. And I have a feeling this was more of a producer decision. <laughs> it goes, it Chapter one. Yeah. And you're like, oh, uh, oh, I have cool. to watch this again. To be honest, I'm really excited for a chapter two. But I don't yeah. think they needed to be like, ooh, chapter one. Yeah. It's coming again. It, 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 it was like the producers going like, oh, you bloody thought that was bad. Well, <laughs> guess what? Yeah. All over again in a couple of years, buddy. Um, If the sequel does come out soon, it should be called It's Back, Baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think? If the characters are supposed to be growing up, do you think they'll keep Skark's guard? Skark's guard. Right. Keep him in, obviously, while he's you yeah. know he's yeah. old enough to be able to keep his face looking the same. Right. Yeah. But for the kids, do you think they're going to have to do a recast? Yeah. That sucks because yeah. those kids were great. Yeah, those kids were the best part of the thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Richie, especially. That guy is going to go places for yeah. real. Yeah. The name, guy, so the guy from Stranger Things, what's his name? Finn Wolfhard. Cool. I know that because yeah. <laughs> it's a really awesome name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So honestly, I was really surprised with the kids. You yeah. would think, even like for Stranger Things, there were times when you're like, uh, that didn't sound very good. Right, okay. The way that he delivered that or whatever. Sometimes yeah. it was this. It was this kid, this Finn kid. Yeah. But man, they really just nailed it from top to bottom. Especially, may I say, Bev. Yeah. Um, in her scene with the bathroom, oh, I yeah. think especially was excellent. Like, not just that, like her whole arc and her big scenes with the dad. Yep. Like, all those were really awesome. Can we Sold talk it. theories? Theories. Okay. Well, not, not, okay. <laughs> kind of an expectation. This is something that I thought was going to happen right at the end and yeah. it didn't. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. So, when, um, when two of the bees were making out, when Bev and Bill yeah. were kissing right at the end, because Bev was the one that was floating. Mm hmm. I thought her face was gonna open up, like like oh, yeah. like he like Pennywise's did. Yeah. While while she's macking on him. Yeah. And then that would have been like the end. Like oh, she's like infected with the it virus. Mm. I don't know how it works, but I, I was sure that like that they've got lip to lip contact right now, and this is a horror movie. I yeah. think any second now she's gonna show she's got the teeth. Yeah. That didn't happen, and thank God because yeah. I wouldn't have been able to have handled it. <laughs> That's just I, I thought, like, i got to mention that in the podcast because I was so sure yeah. it was going to happen. I'm pretty sure I was averting my gaze at the nicest bit of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Just literally, just love happening on screen. Just full of, like, people liking each other and they're kissing. Oh, that's so nice. But I'm like, nah, i got to look away. <laughs> Any second now, it's going to happen. What I thought you were going to say, and this was going to be my next point, is the minor details, background details in this movie were awesome. Like, Okay, what you um, find? So 
the one I thought you were going to say, and I thought this was going to be your theory, that some of the adults in the film had a very Pennywise look. Oh, okay, yeah. So the um, uh, Eddie's mother, he, she at one point like she her face just sort of resembled. It's the cheeks. Yeah, the cheeks. It's the cheeks, and man. The, and the big forehead was it? And the, and the whites of the eyes. And the white. Yeah, yeah. Because every time they didn't show Pennywise's face, they were just showing the whites of his eyes. Yeah. And she had him. She yeah. had him, baby. Yeah. And all the adults in the film were bad people. They sucked. Every single one the, of them were the terrible. The pharmacist was a creep. Yep. The dad was a creep. Yep. The mum was delusional. Yeah. And a creep. <laughs> um. The uh. The the um. Uh, not the cattle farmer, but it's a sheep farmer, oh, yeah. something else. He's he was just a, he, straight up killing sheep in front of the kid. And yeah, like, you're going to have a, to be like me, boy, he, or you're going to be like them. Really cool in terms of, um, like, I don't know, the metaphor for that the kids are the good guys and that the adults were all bad people. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. This town sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, can you imagine being there? Oh. Yeah. The other minor detail was, did you know every time the TV, like, was playing. Oh, it was the same program? It was the same program, and I don't know if you heard it. And I thought they were going to, like, acknowledge what it was saying. But at one point, the TV, it's this, like, nice woman and a bunch of uh, people around her, and they're singing or they're talking or something. And she's saying, the sewers are a fun place to play. You should go play in the sewers now. Come on, get down there. Really? Yeah. Because there, there was a moment that, you know, like, the, the camera was on the TV. Yeah. It was set. But yeah, that th- was a separate moment. Wow. It was, that was, like, the same show. And it was the TV saying, yeah, kill him. Cool, do it. Wow. Cool. But there, before, just in the background, you could hear the TV saying that the sewers are a great place to go play. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's really cool. Love a detail. <laughs> Love a detail. Should we wrap it up? I think we should wrap it up. I'll give you a beat. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I give the <laughs> It film. I'm going to give it a HD, yeah. And Wow. <laughs> really? A HD? Yes. A HD. That is the opinion of me. Nice. <laughs> nice. Right, we had to have some, at least some sort of rhyme. Um, yeah, so HD for the film. I thought it was amazing. One of my favourites of the year. Whoa. Um, huge. And trailers probably get a credit. I don't think they ruin the experience at all, but, you know, they give away some things like that scene in the doll doll room. Yeah. Um, what, what would you give it? Like I said, I hated every second of it. Every moment that the scene changed, I thought, ah, damn it, one of the credits to roll here, but they yeah. didn't. <laughs> um, but I, but it was really fucking awesome. It was an experience. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll give it a HD. Yeah. Um, and, and the trailer as well, like, it didn't it didn't mess me up that bad. It just meant I just knew I had to be scared of the clown. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I'll give it, I'll give it a, a low distinction. Uh, uh, and one more point I'll make was, besides maybe the trailer, like, the marketing for the movie was off the chain. People were posting clown gifts like crazy right, last week. Right. I think they, they had a good time. Any clown imagery they could own, they could be like, <laughs> yeah. yes, marketing, that's what that is. Like the whole clown thing earlier this year. Well, yeah, that's right. No idea if that was to do with it, but if it was, like, very good. <laughs> it was so long ago. Yeah, it was, it was, it was weird. Was it was creepy. On Facebook, <laughs> I, I, I'll admit, I did get tripped out, and I do love this sort of shit. It looks like it's your Facebook page, but it's a video and you don't know. And it's like, <laughs> it's sort of two statuses, right? Yeah. So the top status is like a meme, like a dog meme or something. Nice. The, the, and then the post below that, things. the post below that is, was like, oh, it movie, teaser, or oh, uh, you'll float too. And then the balloon in that video oh, rises cool. up and then it actually rises above the text and you're like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. And then it rises into the dog meme. <laughs> <laughs> smart. Very cool. Very yeah. smart.
How are you doing, Ol? I'm doing okay. I'm not quite jitterbugged by the clowns. Well, let's get you mad again. Okay. Because I'm not happy. What are you not happy about? Because I'm thinking about pet peeves all the time. Oh, yeah. They often make you unhappy. Morally. Morally. World's worst dog. It's time for pet peeves. Ollie, hey. look. Yeah? There are just some things in movies that I don't like. Yeah. And that's why we dedicate this whole segment about it. Yeah. My personal hatred. Yeah. I love hearing you talk about what you don't like. What's on your list this week? It's the 22nd one on your list. Yep, it is. You this haven't is... No, you haven't said one every week, but let's let's assume. <laughs> yes. So, this is a pet peeve I have. Unfortunately, once again, it's not something I can really show clips or audio of, mm-hmm. but it's something that we can maybe riff on. Okay. I don't like it when the use of learning someone's real name as a way of developing character and relation between two characters. Hmm, interesting. Okay. So Oops. if you go, hey, you, Betty, come over here. And Betty's like, that's not my name. And then towards season five, they say, oh. hey, you, Betsy. And it's like, oh, they used the real name. They stopped being a dick to me. There we go. <laughs> See, and, it's, and it is it is everywhere. Yeah. In um, Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec, Gary. Gary. Is that his real name? Because I don't know. Who knows? See, now, <laughs> I do have that written here as Parks and Rec is one of the examples. Yeah. But th- now, this is kind of an exception because it's it's not it's not just like a one-off. It's yeah. kind of funny that they, they all do it. It's not just one person being mean to one person. Yeah. And at the end, it's not like a... I think there is like a beautiful moment and that that's kind of like yeah. the bit where like, oh, don't just don't show the relationship developing. Who cares? Who cares <laughs> for development? But it was um, but it was a great moment where it cuts to Gary or Greg or Larry, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. and him going, yeah, I know that they call me by those names, but I don't correct them because, well, it's just easier this way, isn't it? Yeah. And it's kind of like a nice moment for him as yeah. a character, which is kind of the exception. Finding Nemo does it. One of the most beloved okay. things in the world. Every time that Dory tries to say Nemo, she can't. Oh, okay. I didn't um, even she, notice that. She, names like Chico, Harpo, Elmo, Bingo, and Fabio. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's one of those moments where when she can say the word Nemo at the end, it's right. beautiful. Oh, wow. Those two are friends now. How about... um. Scrubs. Scrubs is on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Scrubs is on the uh, list. Dr. Cox always calling him... Female name by, by female name, and at the end it's like you're a good doctor, JD. Exactly. Yeah. The, that's like the epitome of the perfect example. Yeah. But like then again, there's some psychology happening between there because he calls Turk something mean all the time right. as well, but he always calls Carla by Carla's name. Right. And then you think, well, that's because he has actual respect for her as a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's kind of you as well as well. Um, Devil Wears Prada. Does this? Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep's character doesn't refer to Anne Hathaway's character by her real name, Andy. Um, she, what she does do instead is she will deliberately call her Emily, which was the name of her personal assistant before Andy. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a, hey, buddy, don't you forget? There's a this is a really like important job, and a lot of people are like applying for this role as my personal assistant, and don't you forget it. So I'm going to call you by that name, so you realize how good you have it, Emily. Mm. Yeah, right. And uh, she's she does end up saying Andy at towards the end of the film, but she still doesn't ever say Andy. She always says like Andrea, which oh, is okay. not technically correct either is andrea yeah but she gets close yeah she's getting close right so there's the oh look she's she's trying yeah and um the last one that i've got on the list is uh glee 
yeah sue the the funny mean-spirited kind of a piece of work yeah um character she only calls emma's name emma in the pilot where that joke hadn't really become a thing Mm. so then she continues just calling nicknames throughout there's no payoff she doesn't end up calling her emma at any point throughout the rest of the series i think but there's um kurt um and she she's she's constantly calling him names but she always goes back to lady okay and there's a moment which i think is actually quite funny Mm -hmm. she garners some respect for kurt and she she sees the trouble that he's always finding himself in and she says okay I actually thought your name was Lady. <laughs> but now that I see that it's not, so you get the choice of these different kind of nicknames. So she presents to Kurt three different nicknames and he gets to choose one. <laughs> and he chooses the nickname Porcelain. <laughs> That's right. And and Sue from that point only calls Kurt Porcelain for the rest of the series. It's like it's like two and a half more seasons That's great. of only porcelain. So <laughs> So it can be used well, but I I will see it I will see it often and um, yeah there we go so that that's one of my my pet peeves. Oh bloody hell, Steve! That's a really good one. I really enjoy that one. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, moving on another segment. <laughs> yeah, your gonna, segment. Yeah, we both get a segment today, Steve. You had a little bit of a whinge about name in conventions. Hang on a second. <laughs> I've done that twice now. Did you realize? <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I'm gonna give you. Critically acclaimed or critically Yay, lame? Yeah, critically acclaimed. Hey, if anyone wants to make us a um like a little jingle to play, that'd be yeah. great. Sure, because we okay. don't want to make it. We're Out busy. of our five, uh, every every time listeners, can <laughs> one of you please? <laughs> Hello, Ben, Josh, Eden, <laughs> <laughs> Shannon. Okay, I'm not going to keep going. Yeah, because we can't think of any more. <laughs> oh um, boy. Okay, so I've got two haikus here for you. Love a haiku. They both describe movie plots or part of a movie plot and you've got to guess which one is a critically well-received movie and which is a poorly received movie excellent that people don't like well that sounds okay. interesting let's give it a go okay now so my ones aren't this week aren't that funny but um well that's that i'll give you a run, show quite well i'll give you a run for the money okay post-apocalypse one kid all alone riding on his bmx Okay. Okay. If you if you expect if you expect me to think that that sounds stupid, I think that sounds really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so next one, please. All right. Boy stranded at sea. Who you are will rescue him. A shiver of sharks. Now a shiver is what a group of sharks yeah. is called. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I did have for to that. look that one up. <laughs> and you were like, yes, two yeah. syllables, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely was. <laughs> Um, okay. A, mm-hmm. b- a boy... Stranded out. at sea. Can you tell me if it's one boy? I can tell you it's one boy. Okay, so it not Jaws. No, not Jaw. Wow. Who, you ask, will rescue him? A shiver of sharks. Now, I'll give you, I'll give you maybe a question to ask about each one, because I recognise that this one might be slightly hard. They both sound pretty cool. Yeah, they do. A boy stranded at sea. He rides his BMX. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Give me. Give me your clues. Do you want to ask a question about each one? Can you oh. Not... Okay. Is the title of the first one? Yeah. To do with that boy. Yes. Okay. Can I make my guess? Okay. Oh no! I think I've made a mistake now. Oh, no. Oh, I got, okay. I'm. I'm asking another question. Okay. You can ask one for the other one. Okay. If you want, or the same one. Were these movies mm-hmm. made within a decade of each other? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yep. you thinking? Definitely. Yes. Definitely yes. Hmm. Okay. 
I think I've um, made my decision. Okay. My decision is um, the BMX movie is the critically acclaimed. Now, don't jump right. in. The critically lame movie is the Sharks one. Okay. And my guesses are the first one has to do with Mad Max, and the second one is the the disaster movie with the, the tornado, Sharknado. <laughs> please, please tell me I'm right. You are right, but not about either movie. Oh, okay. That's, now, why, that's why I said, like, is the, is the character, the title <laughs> character about the boy? BMX could have just been another should, name I for some kind of I'll bike. I'll tell you what, I shouldn't have given you anything to do with Sharks, because... There's no good movies about sharks except for except Jaws. For Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I guess the the post-apocalypse BMX one, I guess it's similar to Mad Max. I guess it has a style. It's called Turbo Kid. Okay, that uh, sounds awesome. Yeah. Straight it, off the bat. Okay, it's set in 1997. Yep. It's an alternate reality, but it's post-apocalyptic. So they all wear 90s fashion. Dude, sort of. yes. And, like, the Turbo Kid rides around in his BMX and he's got, like, a, a helmet on and it's got, like... Zigz- uh, like a thunder yes. bolt on it and he's like hunting for his favourite comic I love that yeah oh, I, it I looks need super to cool it. I need to I see really that. want to say that is it, is it like very new something that yeah, we haven't pretty pretty new I haven't even seen it no. whoa yeah great okay now yeah. tell me what this so shark the, bike uh, movie is now the other one admittedly is not the main plot of the movie it's just okay. one character's backstory right but it, do- it is shown in the movie it's Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. It's called The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D. That's the official title of the no, movie. No, I'll tell you what. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen that movie. <laughs> Do you remember his backstory? No, but he, I remember it's Taylor Lautner. Yeah. And I remember really liking it at the time. I saw, <laughs> I saw it at my friend's house. Shout out to you, Billy. How you doing, man? <laughs> I saw it at your house and it changed my life, dude. Um, It's... He's... He and his dad live at sea in a laboratory, like sort of like an oil rig, but a laboratory. Yeah. And then a huge uh, storm comes and wrecks them, and he's stranded on a, like, a little lifeboat, and sharks come out of the water and start speaking to him and, oh, res- no. and rescue him. Because they're like, let's not eat this one, guys. He's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so odd. I watched the scene today. I love it. Oh, good. <laughs> anyway, well, so you got it right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, cheering applaud sound effects. Guys, yeah. you might not have noticed by the great quality of that sound effect, but that was actually live in studio. Yeah, actually crazy. Hey, I think that wraps us up for the end of the show. Oh, cool. Do you want to do the plugs or do you want me to do them? Oh, boy, I'm so glad this episode ended. I found every bit of it so scare. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Ignorance is this. Chapter one. <gasps> oh! What does that mean? <laughs> Guys, if you want to get in contact with this fucking awesome show <laughs> god i love making this podcast yeah um you can do that by getting in contact via email at ignorance this podcast at gmail.com you can head over to our facebook account facebook.com slash ignorance this podcast and you can follow us on twitter twitter.com slash ignorance is pod mm-hmm. there we go we've also got a youtube channel that we haven't updated in three weeks Great. How good's that? Because we're lazy. We've got schoolwork to do. We're yeah. in our final year at Universe. Yeah. Is that yeah. it for the pod? That's it, except for one little thing, Scott Martin. I, as we like to do, we end the show with a haiku. Yeah. Oh. And God. I've written a haiku about it this week. Okay, great. Love a haiku. Let's now, go. Now, this one's just a bit of a true one. Not a, not a super funny, just it's true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Bill and Beverly gave it a bad review because it didn't scare them. Right. <laughs> okay.
get it because like at the end of the movie they they, they had to not be scared of it to the whole it. the whole point was <laughs> that they actually i've got two more points <laughs> you just reminded me of two more points and, I, and i'm not letting this slip under the table all right cool let's hear them 